It says, and put on the new nature, the regenerated self, created in God's image. God-like in true righteousness and holiness. Well, how do we get there? How do we get there? How do we get there? True righteousness and holiness. We were talking about that this morning when we were talking about prayer. And we were talking about the difference between worshiping God and the petitionary prayer. And understanding what the petitionary prayer is and that the petitionary prayer is the prayer where you, watch this, where once you get into the presence of God in the right way, it's the prayer that confronts your asking. And it is the prayer that conforms you into the will of God. So when you are in the presence of God, you are praying, we pray because we're seeking the will of God. The second installation that we must guard. And this is why we pray, people. This is why we pray. Because we have been assigned an enemy from the pit of hell. And we just can't walk around here dancing and, and, and like we're just in some kind of la-la land. This is why we pray. We pray to maintain our posture. Yeah. Yeah. We pray to maintain posture. We pray that we remain positioned to the point that we are the individuals that walk in victory and we're not always the ones that are under attack. It says here, Ephesians 4 and 22 and 28, strip yourselves of your former nature. No, God, 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 take it off of me. That ain't what, this didn't say that. God, just, just get it off of me. Mm -mm, strip yourself. You, you, you do it. Strip yourself. Strip, you, you do it. You strip it off. Strip yourself of your former nature. Put off and discard your old, unrenewed self which characterized your previous manner of life and becomes corrupt through lust and desires that spring from delusion. So wait a minute. If out of the heart flows the issues of life and, and, and out of the heart it springs forth, then, then here we got another spring going on. We got a spring going on that is a spring of delusion. And so now your mind, it has been converted into perversion. And so now we become delusional. Now, let's talk about, let's talk about uh, 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 how do you know when we are delusional? When we, when we don't pray, we don't fast, we don't live right, but yet we believe that God is getting ready to give us all kinds of breakthroughs and miracles. That's delusional, people. That's delusional. When we say all the time, well, Dr. Bottom, I don't know why you said that because I ain't going to let nobody judge me. You can't judge me. Can't nobody judge me. No, but we can judge your fruit. We can't judge where you're going, but we can judge your fruit. We can look at your fruit and tell where you're going. Come on, people. Come on, people. Let's, 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 let's come out of this, 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 this springing forth of something that's delusional. I put nothing into my walk with God and I'm expecting everything out of it. 
And it's something how you hear people say all the time, well, God ain't did it for me yet. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know nothing about all this because I, I, I thought he was going to do it. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just leaving the Lord. And that's why when people get saved and I go and, and I, I run a revival or whatever and I invite people to the altar to be saved. And I always say this to people and this is, this is worthy of me repeating this tonight. I ask people, how old are you? And some of them say to me, oh, I'm 30 years old, I'm 40 years old, I'm 55, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm 47. I said, well, as many years as you gave the devil to shape and form your life into what it is now, before you quit on God, you need to give God the same 30 years. Or else you're not being fair to God. Now, I just said something right there. You're not being fair to God to quit on him in six months when you gave the enemy 60 years. How are you going to walk out on God's transformational process when you did not leave the enemy while he was transforming you? Oh, my God. Somebody in here need to say something. Yeah, 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 yeah. He said, you strip off your old form of nature. Put off and discard your old unrenewed self, which characterized, listen to this, listen to this, which characterized your previous manner of life. In other words, your previous manner of life had a characterization to it. And when that previous form of life is brought over into this life that you call saved, then something is wrong with the conversion. Then somebody is delusional. Woo, my God. We, sti we still see you doing the same thing. And we learn today in prayer. This is a critical hour, people. We are living in a critical hour, and you cannot afford for Jesus Christ not to be with you. No, I'm telling you, today, this morning in prayer, that thing got me today. Listen, just to hear that revelation again that Jesus is right by me. He is with me. He is right here. He attends to my ways. He sees about me. He ministers to me. So how in the world can you afford for God not to be with you? Because the Bible tells us today that the wicked, it, he's far from the wicked. Oh, my God. It says, discard your old, unrenewed self, which characterized your previous manner of life and becomes corrupt through lust and desires that spring from delusion. And be constantly, and be constantly renewed in the spirit of your mind. Constantly renewed in the spirit of your mind. Constantly renewed in the spirit of your mind, having a fresh mental and spiritual attitude, which means he wants your mind to be right because the heart of the mind is what is transformed. So when you're having mental problems and the enemy is attacking your mind and the malevolent spirit is coming trying to give you a stroke and a nervous breakdown and you got all of these stresses going on, my God, the only thing you can do is become delusional. And delusional is not just the expectation of what God is going to do. The enemy will start making you delusional about what God is not going to do. And he'll start talking to you and telling you, you're getting ready to die. You ain't going to live your days out. You ain't going to see your kids graduate. 
Oh, you're going to go to bed and ain't going to wake up. You're going to catch COVID. And you, you, you running around here in a full body suit. I saw somebody like that in the airport. I mean, he had goggles on and he had, he had a mask on. He had a whole body suit on with a briefcase and, and dress shoes. Y'all ain't saying nothing. But don't you think it's strange? I don't know. Let me bring this point out. Do you not think it's strange that the Jews would not put on the mask? That they would not stop going to the, to the synagogue? Because they said the Lord would take care of us. Why? Because this wasn't their first plague. In other words, the plague would come. But if there is one that is in the camp that knows how to touch God, if there is one that is in the camp that knows how to open up the portals of heaven, we all shall live. That's the reason why God spoke to Moses and said, tell Aaron to go down and get the coals of fire from off of the altar and run in among the plague. And the Bible said, and God stopped the plague. Did y'all hear that? It said, this is not God's first plague. This is not God's first disease. He's not shaken. But the enemy will make you delusional about your future. And he'll make you scared and unsure. And he will fill you full of fear. Because I don't care what you do. If it's your time to go and the Lord is ready for you and he's going to call your name, nobody can stop it. But if you understand this today, that God has a plan for your life. God, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. That God, I'm talking to somebody, that God has a plan for my life. Then I know that I must stand on the word of God that says that I shall not die, but live to declare the works of the Lord. Who am I preaching to today? No, you got to stand sure-footed that I have a future. And God is not finished with me yet. And he gave me these plans, which now gives me the right to rebuke the enemy and call him the liar that he is. See, that's what happened. That's what happened to an unconverted mind. And that's what happened to a mind that is not constantly renewed, constantly renewed, because you have to discard all the lies that you've lived under. You have to discard all the lies, and what well, the Bible called it the falsities that you have established your principles on, things that will fail. Everything would fail. Watch this. But you have to learn how to put your trust in Jesus. I must learn how to constantly renew my mind because my mental state is my spiritual refreshing. It is where God's going to refresh me. Wow, 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 wow. Yo, let's look at this. Let's look at this. Now watch this. So when we're talking about the mental, the mental and the spiritual going together, and when I'm, when I'm doing counseling sessions, you cannot discard one because man is made up of spirit. And so I'm, I'm not only talking to what is going on in the person uh, character-wise, you, you, you have to also deal with what is going on in the spirit realm and understand what spirit is attacking them. Because sometimes while people are talking to me, I'm rebuking the devil. While they're talking to me, I'm telling the enemy to take his hands off because I see you. What does the 24th verse says? It says, and put on the new nature 
the regenerated self created in God's image. God-like in true righteousness and holiness. Well, how do we get there? How do we get there? How do we get there? True righteousness and holiness. We were talking about that this morning when we were talking about prayer. And we were talking about the difference between worshiping God and the petitionary prayer. And understanding what the petitionary prayer is and that the petitionary prayer is the prayer where you, watch this, where once you get into the presence of God in the right way, it's the prayer that confronts your asking. And it is the prayer that conforms you into the will of God. So when you are in the presence of God, you are praying, we pray because we're seeking the will of God. I told the people the other day, there's a prayer that I pray every single day. And it's short. And that prayer is, Lord, grant me the mystery of your wisdom and your understanding and your insight and your prudence, your care about what's happening in the future, that I may know the secrets to your will, your plan, and your purpose. I pray that... I'm telling you, that is like something that I just recite in my mind all the time. And even if I don't speak it out loud, because watch this, this is what prayer does. Prayer helps us to find the will of God so that when we ask, there is no resistance. Oh God, I thank you for that. That when I ask of the Lord, I am not being resisted. Watch this. I'm not being fought by the same God I'm seeking to help me. Woo, my God. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? Did you hear that? I'm not being fought by this. It says here, therefore rejecting all falsities. Here it is right here. And being done. Oh, my God. Being done now with it. Rejecting all falsities and being done with it. I, I cannot receive that. This is what the prayer strike is all about. I am done with it. I can no longer receive that. I can no longer take that into my spirit. Sometimes you just got to just shut stuff down. Sometimes you just got to just shut yourself away. And this is, why, this, this is why I try my best to guard my Sabbaths because you get to the point I can't hear any more falsities and not just falsities about yourself but falsities about other people. Have you ever just sat around and just watch people and they, and, and they start talking, and you just be looking at them, shaking your head like, are you, are you kidding me? Are you, are you serious? And like, watch this. And like Jeremiah, I just have to pick up a burden that says, oh, my God, I'm grieving. I'm grieving because you believe that. Oh, God. I'm grieving because you believe that. And the biggest part of the grief is that you haven't been given anything else to believe, so you're stuck. Woo, my God. If God don't get us out. See, that becomes the miracle of prayer. Lord, I thank you, Jesus. That becomes the miracle of being an individual that has been called and assigned to come into the presence of God in prayer. Because watch this, because what happens is it is the job of the Father, God, I love you, Jesus, to erase the falsities, to get rid of them while I'm in his presence. He is turning the searchlight on and anything that is in me that is attacking me that I'm not aware of, any lie that has formed itself to look like the truth and sound like the truth, it is the job of the Spirit of God to expose that thing. But I have to be in the presence long enough 
And I can't just be in his presence. Well, my mama used to call it a begging Jenny. I said, Mom, what, what is a begging Jenny? Just somebody begging all the time. Can I have some cake and can I have some cookies and can I have some candy? And, and you know, I, 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 I was raised up in Chicago on, on, on the west side and, you know, kind of, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, up, up in that hood. Yeah, yeah. And you, you know, I was raised by, by the kind of mother that, that would wake you up and get you dressed and put your clothes on you and comb your hair and put all your little stuff on you, your little ribbons and stuff, and, 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 and give, you, give you some breakfast and, 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 and then send you outside. And I was raised by, because at that time, my, my mother wasn't, wasn't a, a prayer warrior like she turned out to be that many of you know her to be. But my mother and my aunt were stuck on that, on that series, Dark Shadows. Good Lord have mercy. And my mother, my mother would get us dressed and put us outside and say, and don't come back to this door. Don't, 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 don't come back to this door for nothing. And yet here you are, knocking on the door, mama, the ice cream man, I'm there, and then she did, go sit down for, literally, because back then, they, you know, the, the black parents talked to you like that. Go sit down before I knock your head off. You'd be like, hey, ain't gonna be knocked off. I'm gonna go sit down. I just want some ice cream. My son, I wanted some And stop all that whining out there. And you just started, you know, going through all these changes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was raised like that. I was raised like that. And so here, my mother is interested in something else. And I'm just begging and begging and begging and begging. And that's when she called you begging Jenny, and then you start crying because everybody in the house is there. Mom has called you a begging Jenny. I ain't no begging Jenny. I just wanted some ice cream. I didn't, you know, no, you can't be that person in prayer. You can't become the begging Jenny in prayer. God, give me a bike. God, give me some ice cream. God, pay my light bill. God, my gas bill. And, and God, my foot and, and my toe and, and, and my back. And see right here? You, have you ever seen those kind of kids? As soon as they get this right here. And you, you trying to find what they're looking at. It's right here and it's burning. And you say, well, go, go get me a Band-Aid. And then you put a little Band-Aid on, they walk around holding their arm like they done just broke their wrist. And it's just a little bitty scratch. We can't be those kind of people in prayer. No, we have to be the people that come in to the presence of God, sticking our head into the presence and asking God, change my mind. Lord have mercy, change my mind, do something with my mind. I can tell that I am living under falsities because I don't see the manifestation of the promises that you said I could have. Something, there's something false, there's a lie that is stuck in my spirit. And it's taking over. There's an interceptor in me. There's something in me that is blocking this. And I came in prayer for you to find the lie. Lord, I feel God right now. I, I don't know if this is blessing you. And I said this to the people the other day. I said the reason why the spirit of God is necessary because the Bible said that the spirit of the Lord would lead you and guide you into all truth. And that's how I know that, 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 that some of us do not have the spirit yet. And we need to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Because the Spirit of God will call that thing a lie that you have embraced for years as your truth. Mm -hmm, because I hear that a lot. Well, no, 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 this is my truth. Ain't nobody going to tell me nothing about my truth. Well, well, do you want your truth or do you want the truth of God? Because if you want the truth of God, then the, the Spirit of the Lord is here. 
The spirit of the Lord is nigh, and he's attending to you to cut the lie out of you. Somebody need to say something right there because I'm telling you this thing, this thing is real. He said, therefore, rejecting all falsity and being done now. Thank you for tuning in today, and I pray that the word of the Lord today, it changed your life and it charged you. You know, we have been offering as a love gift the prayer kit and praying for the third dimension collection, but I, I'd like to take a moment today to give you just a little history about where all of this came from. And I know that when you're looking around the body of Christ in different places, people are, are really, really not understanding the power of this cloth and the sacredness of it. When I was about nine or 10 years old, my, my aunt and my mother used to wrap up in white sheets and they would, they would pray when our family needed a miracle. And as a young child, I would watch the Lord perform unusual miracles when they would go into those times of fasting and praying. And as the years went on, my mother then bought me a white sheet. And I know it sounds crazy, but it's the truth. And she said, you have to always have something that you can connect with that has nothing to do with your everyday life. But that is the thing that you go and you, you wrap up in that. And that is your connection, your faith connection between you and God. And this is where you, you tell everything around you, you know, back up for a minute because I have to go to God because I need a miracle and I need God to do only what God can do. And she bought me mine and I, I, I wore it for years and I, I ministered with it and I prayed with it. And one day she walked in the house and she said, God told me to go and buy you this. This was more than 30 years ago, people. And it was my first tallit. And she said, I don't know all of what this means, Nita, but I know God told me to give this to you and have you to study it. And for more than 30 years, I have studied everything I could possibly put my hands on concerning this garment. And it is not something that I play with. As a matter of fact, when I received my PhD, I wrote my dissertation on the tallit, what is this? And I believe that the body of Christ really need to understand that God is calling us as a body to come under the tallit and pray. And this is my belief. I read something in a book that will bless you. It said a man had cancer and the doctor gave him a special medicine that he believed was going to cure from cancer. And the man took the medicine and, and he was cured. And the minute the news report came out that this particular cancer medicine, it wasn't effective, the man believed the report and all of his tumors returned. Then the doctor decided to just shoot him with some saline water and he believed it. And when he believed it, his tumors began to disappear. The minute he heard that whatever the solution was, it wasn't effective for cancer, all of his tumors came back. What does that mean? There is something that is in the brain that is guided by God that gives you the power to believe when you connect to what is true in your spirit. And when you believe that God is a healer and that God is a deliverer and you connect with someone in faith, I'm telling you, I know what I'm talking about. 
you are going to receive an answer from the Lord. That's right. I believe that. And this is why we're offering the prayer kit. In 2017, the Lord gave me an open vision in prayer. And I saw this prayer kit and he told me to put it together and I did with the anointing oil and a consecration bottle in here for fasting. And I put it together and then he said, sit it aside. And so from 2017 until 2020, when the Lord told me to bring it out, I'm telling you, I have seen miracles that is beyond believable. People that were getting ready to go into the hospital for a, a, a colostomy. And all of a sudden, I sent the prayer kit to them. And now the doctor is saying their bowels are moving by itself. People that have been in comas, that had not opened their eyes and just laying there, we sent the prayer kit to them. And not only uh, is the woman of God, she has her eyes open, but she's now talking and off of the ventilator. Young man almost was murdered, had his throat slit, and the doctor said he wouldn't make it. His mother came by this studio and picked up a prayer kit and took it to the hospital. And that young man walked out of that hospital room alive and well. I'm telling you, people of God, I believe in God. I believe in what he says. And the operators are standing by. I believe the Lord is calling you to connect with the prayer in this room. Do you not know in 2020, for eight months, the Lord wouldn't allow me to leave out of this building. And I slept in this room on the altar right down there with the prayer shawls. And I spoke the word of the Lord. And I read the scripture and I told God, let the prayer shawls be the disciples that go into the homes all over the world. And I'm telling you the miracle testimonies that we have received. And one day, you know, probably on a Friday, I'm going to do testimony day and read a stack of these testimonies that have come through our office. And I'm telling you, God is not finished yet. And he will answer you. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt if you just trust and believe. And so I'm asking you today to do yourself a favor and connect with me in prayer. That's right. I want to connect with you. And as we send this prayer kit to your home, I'm telling you the connection of the intercession in this building, it is going to reach your house. And I've had people to tell me that when they opened up the box, they could feel the presence of the Lord because this is not something that we play with. The operators are standing by. The number is right there on the screen. Pick up the phone now. I'm telling you, it's time for you to stretch your faith. And it's not over. And I'm telling you, I believe in miracles. I believe in miracles. And why? Because you're looking at a miracle. That's right. I am a miracle. And I tell people all the time that prayer doesn't just change things. Prayer changes everything. It will change the situation or it will change you in it. That's right. But it will change. I believe God for you. Operators are standing by. Make that call right now. All believers want to understand the power, purpose, and protocol of effective prayer. For your love gift of just $33 or more, Dr. Juanita Bynum will rush you a collection titled Praying from the Third Dimension. In it, you will receive her powerful teaching book highlighting these important topics. The pattern our Lord outlined in the temple, how our communication with God can yield results in our lives, and the purpose of prayer and communicating with God. 
An in-depth workbook will also be included, allowing you to study along with the teachings, answering questions, and taking your understanding to a whole new level. Call right away and we'll also include a Kingdom Navigation Passport. In this compact booklet, you will find every scripture relating to life's most challenging circumstances. To order your Praying from the Third Dimension package, simply go to www.WanitaBynum.com or call 631-886-7444.